0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 55 of the C Zest Show. Another milestone, another week, much stronger, much better, feeling really great. Got my co-host right here, Trey. Obviously, I always introduce him, but we'll wait for that right now. Actually, let's change it up a little bit. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for my co-host, my boy, Trey.
1: What's up, everybody? Hope everybody's doing okay. At the middle of the week, or you know, slightly almost there. Almost a hump day. We on a Tuesday. We doing this 55 of the season show. <laughs> we about to get it in, man. Free agency is big, big summer. Let's do it. How you living, man? You good.
0: And it's, been it's been good. It's been right. good. Everything's all right. Yeah, I was telling Trey, I just came back from uh, New York, New York. I was in Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Manhattan. Um, I was with two of my boys, my brother my cousin, and I was right across from Madison Square Garden Hotel, Pennsylvania. So um, I was in Brooklyn, I was in Harlem, I was in the Bronx, obviously Manhattan, um, Queens. I was everywhere. Got lost a couple times. Public transportation, a little a little eh, but um, I love it, so definitely want to go back. Um, got to go to the Metropolitan um, Museum, which is pretty dope too. Um, you do anything exciting over over July Fourth weekend?
1: Uh, July Fourth weekend, just uh, rode out with some friends, did some cool stuff. That's all. Uh, nothing too crazy. Okay.
0: Cool. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, uh, before I always get into the new episode, I want to recap you guys, rehash with you guys the last episode. So episode 54 um, is pretty straightforward. You know, we talked about the NBA draft, um, top 10 picks, some um, sleepers that we thought were there. Um, and also we talked about our NBA uh, free agent predictions. Got a few right and got a lot wrong. <laughs> so um, it's just crazy how there's been this shift in the NBA. So um, let's let's – Let's get started. You you ready? Let's do it. Cool. So the first thing I want to talk about in free agency was just let's just talk about LA first, man. Um wow, uh, a lot of things have transpired, you know what I'm saying? One of the biggest obviously, you know, there was the KD acquisition, Kyrie, um all these other all these other players going, you know, to different teams, you know, going from the east to coast to the west coast, west coast to the east coast, but whole time, obviously, KD's injured, you know what I'm saying, for the whole yeah. year. Um, so we're just like, you know, we're just thinking, like, who's the next in line? Clay already re-signed. Kyrie joined with KD. So we're waiting on Kawhi Leonard right now, you know what I'm saying. And, and earlier on, you know, there was reports that uh, he's either going to re-sign with the Raptors, right, or he's going to go to the Los Angeles Lakers. He met with the Clippers as well, too, earlier in the week. But according to all these – analyst who be having the inside scope said the Clippers were pretty, pretty much done Um And he was heavily, heavily, heavily leaning towards the Lakers, And it kind of made sense, too, because it's like, obviously out of respect, you won the Raptors their first championship. So out of respect, you're going to let them, um, you know, have for a sure. meeting with you. Yeah. But I, I kind of thought about it. I was like, I don't think he's going to resign with them. Because, like, why would he hold off on them and save the best for last? Like, mo- normally people who resign with the team, they... go to first. They do it right away, right away, right away. So... It was crazy. Um, I was actually in a club in Manhattan with my with my uh my boys and my cousin, my brother. And out of nowhere, this one dude pulls up to me, he was like, Yo, I was like, What? Leave me alone, bro. Like, what do you want? He said. Like, he just showed me his phone like this. I looked at it, and you know who dropped the bomb? The Woj Bomb. For, for Adrian Wojnowski reported that Kawhi Leonard would be taking his talents to the West Coast to that beautiful weather to L.A., and I was just shocked because I was like, dude, what? And then a minute later, Paul George gets traded. And wow. that, that was crazy. Like, must have demanded a trade. He had to demand oh, a trade. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. That was so crazy. Like, first and foremost, everyone else is playing checkers and Kawhi's playing chess, and we thought LeBron had power. Kawhi had power. He was like, all right. I'm thinking about the. Lakers. I feel like he was going to go to the Lakers if the if the, if Jerry West wasn't able to trade for Paul George, he would not have went to Clippers already. He would not have went to Clippers by himself because I feel That's like true. he didn't want to carry. He didn't want to carry a team anymore. We saw what happened. He did carry. The he team. did basically carry them. You know, it, they had a great supporting cast. Tomorrow
1: they had a great had a great, supporting
0: great supporting cast, but it's like you don't know who's going to be that legit second option every single night. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I felt like carrying that team and knowing his injury history kind of took a toll on him as well too. Um, so I, I think it was either going to be the Clippers or the Lakers. And it just makes you think, like, was he bluffing with the Lakers the whole time as well too? Because because he didn't sign with the Lakers and he took so long and the Lakers were waiting on him, they passed on a lot of notable free agents that could have signed with them as well too. Yeah. Um, so yeah. did Kawhi do that intentionally? Was he always bluffing? Um, we don't really know. So my thing is Magic Johnson kind of made us believe that it was pretty much a done deal. Like I really thought he was going to Lakers. I was already envisioning like, is he going to be the number one option, number two options? Is, is, is LeBron actually going to take that step back and have that more so that Magic Johnson role? Like what's going on? So um, I think some things that came down to it was, uh, first and foremost, he doesn't like the idea of a super team. And I think now he, since he went on his, his little run, one of the best finals performances, playoff performances of all time, I think he just declared and said, yo, I'm the best player. I don't really need much, but if you can give me a running mate, then I can win you a championship. And he kind of proved that last year, well this past season as well too. Um, and another thing I think he wanted to move to was the weather. Um, okay. And he's from LA as well too. He went to Riverside from Riverside. Uh, so I think that although Toronto's a beautiful city, it's cold over there, man. Yeah. And aside from his team, that's all he got there and probably is like his girlfriend, his his uncle, uh, maybe his kids. But other than that, like that's all you have. So I just felt like he felt more comfortable over there. And I feel like when you're in L.A., that's another major market. Um, so that's, you know, going to help your brand as well, too. Another thing I felt like knowing his, you know. His history had with the Spurs, how things didn't turn out as going according to plan, and how spoiled, not spoiled, but how well-treated he was with Toronto. I felt like with the dysfunction that was going on in L.A., I think that was another red flag. He was like, ah, uh, although it. y'all just got Anthony Davis, I mean, Magic Johnson got tossed under the bus. Jeannie, we don't know what she's doing. Like, we don't know really where this franchise and is going. And the coach, too.
1: And the coach, too. You're going to, you're going to Doc Rivers. He's proven to win championship. Exactly, exactly. And he's it's- coming from a great, I mean... Not a great... I'll, I'll give him... He, he's coming from a really, really good coach. Oh, for in sure. Toronto, a new new head coach. Oh, for sure, for sure. And I love Nick Nurse. Craig's yeah, to Nick,
0: Nick Nurse, Nurse, man. Uh, he, he's dope. Um, but, yeah, so I didn't think he really had that trust instilled with the Lakers organization. I don't know if they would uh, have allowed him like a LeBron James to have his own uh, medical staff join their staff on top of that, too. And with the load management, we just didn't know how things would pan out with that, as well, too. Um, and I think... You know, obviously, LeBron James sold him the idea of, you know, giving essentially him and eighty the keys and being that point guard. Um, and I just felt like he was kind of iffy with that. And I think he's at that age where he, like I said, he knows he wants to be the best. So I don't think he wants to take a backseat to nobody. Yes. And knowing LeBron James or just knowing any other player, when things aren't going your way, you automatically set that default button and go back to what you know. Yes. So I felt like there would have been kind of some chemistry issues. Obviously, they would have figured it out later. But I think... With that and then on top of depth, if they would have signed Kawhi Dude. with all these with all these picks that they made, I just feel like they would have been like Miami Heat, mid-level exception players. And they already traded with their draft picks, so they really had nothing. That's and I don't true. think and I think that would have just that, that wouldn't have been a good look as well either. And then also Jerry West. Jerry West the logo. is the GOAT. He drafted Kobe, he brought in, he brought in Kobe, he got Shaq. He reinvented and helped the Warriors get to where they are. And now he signed Paul will traded for Paul George as well, too. Dude, they're tough, man. Uh-huh. Um and in and, and the depth, you know what I'm saying? They have uh who do they trade for? They traded away Gallinari, Jill Alexander, four unprotected first round picks, one protected first round pick, and two pick swaps. Um and their team is pretty tough, man. They still have their core intact. Beverly, who's a dog. They have Lou Williams, who is arguably – we had an argument about this a while ago. Who's the best six-man? Lou Williams, I think he's the best six-man of all time. Montres Harrell, who's a pit bull as well, too. Larry Shamit, Zubac, and Mo Harkless. And like you said, Doc Rivers. So it's like, how can you not – how do you refuse that offer on some Godfather stuff? You know, what I'm saying, yeah. how do you refuse that? But how do you feel um, about this trade that, that just went down on Ka- Kawhi? Uh, you know, signing with the with the Clippers. I
1: think um, I think it just shows that Kawhi understands he hasn't that he doesn't have anything else to prove. Mm-hmm. You know, like he is the dragon slayer, the hero of the story. He just he's gone around. he's did it multiple places, mm-hmm. and he did it in a way without. Other superstar help. And I'm not saying that Tim Duncan and Tony Parker and Monogy you know, Nopoli weren't superstars because they were. Kawhi was a young boy, but at the same time, he was young in the league and he contributed to that championship. Whereas you could argue that, oh, well, and okay, LeBron didn't have those caliber players around him either, but LeBron didn't have the same impact that Kawhi had in those younger years, too. Mm-hmm. You could say, oh, maybe if LeBron was in the same position. LeBron did get to what the, the finals? He got to the finals this first year, or he got to the. No, he got, he got there. He got there in two thousand seven. I drafted
0: '03, yeah. so it was his fourth year. Four years, he got to. He lost finals. to the Spurs, yeah, in two thousand seven. He got to the playoffs though. Oh yeah, right, so the
1: second year. I he think. got to the playoffs the second year. Yeah, which was you know something like oh LeBron can do that. So there, there's talk around Kawhi's name, comparing him to LeBron, putting him in the same category as LeBron, as you know, coming up player as like. Kobe Bryant and all respect to the GOATs. But you know, Kawhi's did these prolific things <laughs> and he hasn't had to go like chase other superstars to do that. Was, was he in a good position in, in with the Spurs? Yes. Um, but again, it proves that Kawhi feels like he doesn't have anything else to prove, so he can make decisions how he wants to make decisions. And for somebody that's leaves a championship contender, this has been like the most quiet has been because everybody's just like, you know he's the golden child. He can do what he wants to do. He really can. It's like all right, Kawhi cool, goes to the L.A. and then he teams up with Paul George. If LeBron, when LeBron went down to Miami, there was grumbling. There was uh, when Katie went to the Warriors, there was, there was, it it was blasphemy. <laughs> Kawhi's like, all right, I'm going to L.A. Cool, Paul George just came with me, and then we already have some dogs that kind of challenged the Warriors before granted, this is the same team, or this is the same player, not the same makeup, not the same coach. We'll give it that. But it's the same person, kind of corner piece, that just beat the Warriors four to one in the finals. Four one. Four no, four one. two. Was not it four one? one. one. No, it's four one. Four one, one in the finals. That's you know, already. this is the same this is the same corner piece. And nobody said a thing. That's the scary part. You got no, Doctor. Four two. Four two. Four, yeah, two. four yeah. two. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. But but, again, we haven't seen anything like that since. We haven't seen anything like that. We haven't seen the Warriors get beat like that. The, the best team with the best players on it, like, simple as that. Going, you have Doc Rivers. You have uh, Pat Bell that people hate being on the floor with him. You have PG that is a superstar within himself, but can still take the back seat or take the front seat given the game. He, he, he plays the game of flow. And, and we'll get, we'll get to talk about what's the Westbrook a little bit later, but we, you, you put Kawhi in an opportune position in the West where you could see the team finishing one, two, or three easy, definitely with the state of the West right now, with so many people moving parts. And then you, you talk about Kawhi's legacy. You talk about was it was it a good move? You think about it. I think I think it was a marvelous move. You know what I'm saying? Like For at least Kawhi, for at least Kawhi, <laughs> for at least Kawhi and then you have the supporting cast coming with them in, in PG. And then, again, Montrez, Harrell, fall down the line of all the other players they have on the team. Mo Williams. It's easy money to see how they're going to be successful.
0: For sure, for sure, for sure. So um thing I want to talk about now is, like, what are your expectations for the Clippers? Obviously, you say they're 1-2, 3-seed. I think already uh, they're – favorites to win it all um i think so like you said you got a well-oiled machine 48 34 last year you got one of the best coaches in the nba um and doc rivers right there um and then you have two dogs um Kawhi and pg now i just looked up some stats um i think as far as wing players go right now, I think they are the two best wing two-way players right now. Um, So you kind of have like a little, to a lesser degree, you kind of have Kawhi who's in his prime now, like an MJ, and now you have, you know, PG, who you can say is kind of like a Scottie Pippen right now. So that's pretty crazy. And when you're looking at it right now, Kawhi is a two-time defensive player of the year, two-time finals MVP. PG had a breakout season, finished third in MVP, right behind Johnson Harden, played a total of 77 games last year, pretty durable, although he had sh- some shoulder problems. Mm-hmm. Um, 77 games, 28 points per – and 77 games he played, averaged 28 points per game, eight rebounds, four assists, 44% from the field, 39% from the three, 84% from the free throw line, um, and he led the NBA in steals. You know what I'm saying? Um and with that being said, I think to combine together they have nine um, all defensive teams combined, which is crazy. Um, and then, like I said, when you add that core with them, they're going to be the best defensive team that we've seen in a long
1: time. So we'll see. So you think they're going to harp on that defense to beat the Lakers? And I mean, just to get out the West, mm-hmm. like they're going to harp on that defense because the West in the past few years has been has really been offensive firepower. Mm-hmm. So what do you what do you, you think is gonna be their defense is gonna win games or
0: defense gonna win game and their offense is gonna win games too, bro. Like they're tough. Okay. They're tough. So yeah, the next thing I wanna talk about uh you know uh are, are the Lakers. Uh we definitely have to talk about
1: Lake show. The
0: Lake Show. The so the although they lost out on Kawhi Leonard um, they still have about $34 million in cash space to spend, which is amazing. Now, a lot of noble players, you know what I'm saying, got signed. They didn't want to wait, you know what I'm saying, F all that. Uh, they got some good pieces, man. They acquired Danny Green two years, $30 million. Danny Green, San Antonio Spurs, obviously this is a Genoble jersey, but... Our Spurs fan, right here. Um, and they were able to get re signed KCP, re signed Rondo, get Avery Bradley up there, um, and Demarcus Cousins as well. too. So, and Troy Daniels, and Troy sharp Daniels, sharp, shooter. Daniels, sharp VCU. shooter VCU. Let's get it. Rambles. Um, but they, they made some moves, man. Um how do you feel about their their moves that they made? Do you do you agree with it, and, and, and where does this put them um, in the West?
1: I think it's beautiful. I think they should have tried to try somehow, some way to get D'Angelo Russell. I don't know. I just I have a soft spot in my heart for left-handed basketball players. Ice in the veins, Ice boy. In the veins. Ice in the veins. I think he would have been prolific over there, too. I think him, I thought he was going to be like a sign and trade or something like that with the Warriors, something like that, but it seems like the Warriors are going to keep him for a while. We'll see what happens. That's going to be kind of scary, too, I just think. It's time I mean like he had a breakout year last year, but he plays the game, It slowed down for him. He's not on any tree or like, you know, being in whoever's business, got like that. He's doing his own thing. Other than the water bottle weed thing or Arizona Can weed thing, come on, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but but <laughs> well other than that, I think he's gonna he's gonna be a really good basketball player. You put him around a team that's gonna already gonna be really good, where he can be like a third option and play the point guard role. Yeah. Like I I just thought that's my D'Angelo Russell spill, but you know, shout out D'Lo, shout out you. Yeah. And um, but the the <laughs> Lakers, I think they made the best out of their money, uh, for not like getting a, a super brand name person. It's like your mom gives you some money for your birthday or something like that. It's like, oh, well, you got a hundred dollars, you can spend a hundred dollars on a new Nintendo Wii. This is hypothetical speaking, but you could get a Nintendo Wii, or you could get, you know, three or four. Games for DS type joint, you know the games might be rocky. You know it's not the greatest thing, ever, but the games like they're gonna do what you need them to do. You can travel with them; they're portable. At the end of the day, you are gonna have a good time with those games. I think what the Lakers did with their extra money and putting it into like a lot of small valuable pieces that are gonna help with the whole of the team uh, was a lot better than what they probably could have did with you know getting another getting another superstar that wasn't Kawhi that wasn't Kawhi, all right? I think Kawhi, I'm not saying oh, you don't get a big three because that's going to set up your organization for a while. Um, and hopefully when you win championship, it should win your championship, at least next year. But I think they set themselves up for the next two or three years easy to keep winning. And that that's just me. You have shooters around you. You have LeBron that can play the point guard role. You have AD that can easily take over a game. And LeBron can easily take over a game. You retained uh, Kyle Kuz. Who's only getting better, and as under LeBron's tutelage, uh, Rashawn Rondo, that is going to spread the ball around the floor amazingly. It's going to be amazing uh, again, and you he, just got shooters around you, as, as well as just some young guys that you're going to teach up. They get they signed Javale McGee, right, a yeah. run protector, Demarcus Cousins, who again, this is another warrior-like year for him. Which is, as long as he stays healthy, hopefully he can do nothing but make the team better. And he's already played with AD. They they had a really they had decent seasons together before uh Boogie tore his ACO. So I think it's I think it's big time. So and, and it's crazy, like
0: he sent another mid mid-level exception. Like he only's getting like three and a half million dollars, which is which is nuts. Obviously, he had an Achilles injury, but I think what really messed him up was coming back from that torn quad too early. Yeah. Um and a lot of people saying, Oh yeah, Boogie watch, boogie watch. like no, like you said. When he came back from the uh, from Achilles injury, he was averaging like 16 and 8, and it was very efficient, and yeah. they actually looked scary. <laughs> when they had all five of them on the Warriors together, That it was OD. Um, and we saw a little glimpse of it before he got hurt against the Clippers in the first round, but when you come back from that injury, like, he didn't really get to get his strength and conditioning up, I feel like. Um, and I feel like when you're a big man, it's even harder to get back in shape. And you're in the playoffs, dude. you're, like, and you're in the playoffs at, at an all-time high. So yeah. I think with these couple of months that he has off um, and, I, and the fact that you have 82 games to get to where you need to be, I don't really see him... Taking a downgrade, like taking a slow. Taking a slow at all. I mean, I think, he, I think he's going to be good to go. Um, and that's just another... Diamond in the rough right there. If, it's true. If Kawhi, if I mean if any player can get the best out of him, it would be LeBron James as well. Too. LeBron James. Um, so yeah, you kind of talked about it a little bit, LeBron James at point guard. Um, so this will be the first official year that he plays at point guard. Not really, because he's been playing point guard since he's been in the league. But to actually have be the prime, he's always been the primary ball handler for real, for real, because Kyrie was. Essentially, their score, yeah. but LeBron was the facilitator, and you can, and even in Miami, Chalmers and Wade kind of shared it, but LeBron was still that facilitator as well too. But that's um, what makes him the player he is. Yeah. So, how do you feel about LeBron James being at point guard? Um,
1: what are your thoughts on that? Yes, there's nothing we haven't seen. That's easy. That's an easy like, you know, <laughs> that, that's an easy answer on the test. You know, if everything else is hard, that's the easiest answer. And, like, you've seen it before. You know, like, I don't have nothing to say about that. It's, it's, it, would, it would be dumb not to put him there. Why would you put LeBron at the small forward and put him in the post? Just, I mean, he's going to, all you going to do is pass out the post and <laughs> go from there. He's, he's a point forward. Uh, he's always has to be. He's, he's a forward because of his size. He's a point guard because of his basketball IQ and being the best player on the planet.
0: Now, the thing is, like, the fact that he is a point guard or playing point guard now, um, I'm a little worried about how they are. So as a unit, collectively, I don't think they're the best defensive team, but I think they can still get you stops. Uh, I think Rondo took a step back, but I think he's still going to be effective. Boogie was never really known for his defense. AD's a dog. Kuzma's not really a good defender. They got Danny Green, and obviously they got Avery Bradley. We haven't seen what Avery Bradley, his potential. We haven't seen him in peak Bradley for like. in I think until he was a Celt- was on the Celtics, right? Yeah. Um, so, how do you think they're going to be defensively? Because if LeBron's playing point, he he's not guarding any any small guards. Yeah. Let let's just knock that out Definitely. the way. Mm-hmm. So, I'm thinking if they're starting, if they have a starting five, is he going to guard like a, a stretch four type of player? And if he does that, so basically, what do you think the starting five is going to be? Because I think what they should do. I have to just see how Avery Bradley is because I don't mind starting LeBron at the one with Avery Bradley, Danny Green, Kyle Kuzma, and AD if you want to go small. Mm -hmm. Or you can do LeBron at the one, Danny Green at the two, Kuzma at the three with DeMarcus Cousins and AD. But I just feel like defensively you're just going to take advantage of that. Um, So I think they may start – well, I don't know. I think what I would want to see is Avery Bradley on the perimeter with Danny Green. Guarding the smaller players, and then Kuzma can, uh, Kuzma can can potentially guard their wing with LeBron, and and then AD obviously protects the paint. But like, what what do you do?
1: Okay, when uh, what is your starting five? Did they retain Lance Stevenson? Did they? I, I don't believe so. They haven't traded him anywhere. He's a free agent though, mm-hmm. but they had, they haven't released him. I think he might do agreed to a deal, but we won't even. Adam for the sake yeah. of this conversation. Um LeBron. They're gonna be challenging. Danny Green, Bradley, A D. Coos, or yeah, having Kuz come off the bench Kuz. and just give
0: you eighteen twenty off the bench like that.
1: I'm playing clues. Which I it's guess his, I guess, I, 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 I it's your time. I play clu I play coos, but I'd interchange interchange him with um. I interchange every Bradley with Rondo. Not saying that Rondo's an elite defender right now, but I think he—I mean, it would do very well. But I like Rondo off the bench. That's why I said that's why I said Bradley first. So Bradley and then Rondo off the bench because he's the general. He's gonna make sure that you're, you know. And again, that this is the this is the Pelicans team from a few years ago. He's played with Demarcus Cousins before. That's a boost that you can like really take advantage of. Rondo's a smart player. Once it gets like. Around Christmas break, a little bit after that, uh, going to like All-Star, when they should actually be in a swing of things. And you know, that second unit is going to be really important. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins, whether I think DeMarcus Cousins is really going to find himself. A smart coach would switch up the lineup a lot of times, keep it fresh. His, he'll find himself starting, he'll find himself coming off the bench to give a good boost, as well as Kuzma will too. And I think Rondo is going to be that facilitator off the bench. Yeah, because Luke Walton was terrible with rotations, yeah,
0: yeah. bruh. No shade, not really. <laughs> nah, you, you were terrible with the rotation. I mean, facts bro. Is facts. It was it was bad. Um Yeah, so I was thinking like, yo, like who do you start? Do you start Boogie with A D? Obviously they do have that chemistry boogie together the for bench. the small stint. I say he comes off the bench until he proves himself. Um, or just depending on what the health I don't say prove himself, you just gotta be healthy. Gotta be healthy? Yeah. Yeah, I say come off the bench and like I know AD don't really like playing the five like that, but we're in a small ball era, so the only big men you really gotta worry about is
1: probably like DeAndre Drummond, Joel Embiid, Jokic. The thing is they didn't draft those I'm not drafted they didn't sign all these extra like they signed Denny Green, they signed Troy Daniels who's a shooter, Kuz, who's pretty good from shooting outside. They didn't sign these guys for them to have to bang in a bank. They signed them so it could be a swing like a swing rotation. Mm-hmm. Easy. All right, if you if you face some adversity, if you get double down and swing it around that extra pass and then it's going to open up either the back side or you can shoot the front side shot. That's mm-hmm. easy. If not, it's going to be a dunk from LeBron James, Kyle Kuz, or AD. Like that's or or Javel McGee for with the, the backside side lob. Mm-hmm. the system runs like that, but they they should have too many shooters on the outside at all times. There's probably going to be one or two shooters on the court, and they should be the corners or the opposite or just so as as it goes, so if, if the ball's in the paint, you know, and it comes into AD from, you know, that that free-throw line extended down to, like, the block. If AD or LeBron get it, there should be a shooter from that wing or to that corner, kind of like that triangle, or there should be a shooter opposite. You swing that, it's going to be hard to beat them because you have LeBron that can die from the top, or, you know, or you can swing the ball one more to the pass, and then, again, AD and LeBron are going to relocate. And it, you, sh- it, sh- it should be hard to guard them. That's all I'm saying. It should be really hard. So I don't think – I think as long as you have the right personnel in, as long as you adjust – you're gonna win games you have a team that's set up to do so so okay
0: cool um so with that being said who out of both of the los angeles team has the edge i vote the clippers because they already have an established brand of basketball that they play i think they have a coaching edge with um, doc rivers and i just feel like The pieces for the Clippers are just going to gel together so easily. Um, And obviously, you know, when you're playing in the West, when you lose a game, you go from the third seed to the eighth seed. So I think they're going to have that advantage early on. Now, I think finished product, we can argue LA, the Lakers. um, But I think right now and with the season that PG and with the season that uh, Kawhi came
1: off of, I I give them the edge just slightly. Mm. Just slightly. I'm going with the Lake show. All right. I think um I think LeBron <sighs> All right, this is this is where it really gets like you let history like dictate itself. LeBron's gotten the best of Doc Rivers, and Doc Rivers has gotten the best of LeBron.
0: Ah, uh, but at the same time, when LeBron got the best of Doc Rivers, the Celtics, big three or big four rather, weren't in their prime
1: anymore. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's be real with that one. And then Kawhi has gotten at LeBron too in the finals, mm. so we've had it's we've, I one one. We've we've had some parallels here, <laughs> and you know we're not gonna see them in the finals this year. We might see them in the Eastern Eastern Conference Finals, which is you know we have, we see some big moves, and then we forget about all the other teams in the West. I said even the even the defending East, uh, Western Conference champions, <laughs> which we'll get into, but we forget about it. We just want to make the narrative LeBron James and the Clippers, no LeBron LeBron Lakers and Kawhi and the Clippers. That's what we want to see. That's what. You know, that's what's going to bring in the money. That's what we're thinking anyway. But I would give the Lakers the advantage solely because of what I just said. I think they have enough of the offensive firepower. Do the Clippers have the defensive advantage right now? Yes, it's going to be offense versus defense. Will it cancel each other out? Eventually, if we see that, it probably will. <laughs> they'll probably average like 20 points <laughs> per game. 20 points fast per breaks,
0: bro. <laughs> Alone, bro. Yeah. So imagine uh, just LeBron coming down. You already saw that one that one notorious clip when LeBron's about to shoot the free throw. Kawhi coming, you'd be like, oh, "Fuck." <laughs> now imagine when you have to get picked up by Paul George and Kawhi every possession. That's OD. That's going to take uh, a toll on you too.
1: Uh,
0: and maybe I'm just maybe I'm just on it might BS. take a toll on you, but I, I don't see them be,
1: I don't see them being Lakers. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Hey. I don't
0: we'll see, only time can tell so, goes to my next topic Um, since, you know, LeBron not LeBron, sorry, since Kawhi has um, changed the landscape of the NBA also with KD by not resigning with the Warriors, now instead of a super team we have this dynamic duo era, and now I just feel like every team, at least a third of the NBA teams really think that they have a chance to compete for a title, it's kind of a little even in some way um, so who do you think is the best duo in the NBA? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to name some names or duos for you uh and then after I name those names for you let me know who you think the best dynamic duo is. Um and we can you, we can make it you know so a top three.
1: Top
0: All right, we'll do top three. 3 and I'll I'll name all the duos that I can think of right now. Uh we got <clears throat> Luka Donish. Porzingis for Dallas we got LaMarcus Aldridge and we have DeMar DeRozan for the Spurs we got Damon CJ we got Chris Paul and James Harden we got Davin Mitchell Mike Conley we got uh, uh DeJounte no not DeJounte Murray what's his name Moody no Murray Murray and Joe Kitsch okay. um we got Kyrie and KD we got Ben Simmons in the B. We got Giannis and Middleton. We got Steph and Clay. We got LeBron and AD, and we got Kawhi and PG. Um, who are your top three?
1: My top three? Um, <laughs> there's a lot of good ones in That's, there. It's tough. There's a lot of good ones. And are we considering barring
0: injury, or are we considering going into the season? Because if you go into the season, barring you got to take off. So barring injury. Barring injury. Okay. Barring injury. Um, so let's nah. do – let's do – let's do –
1: Barring injury and then considering going into the season. All right. So my barring injury, and I might get some heat from this, but I'll give you I'll give you damn. Damn, I just missed one. I'll you give you Le- <laughs> I'll give you Le- <laughs> 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 I'll give you LeBron <laughs> <laughs> <give you> Le- <laughs> in A D. One. I'll give you Dame and CJ. Two. And actually, you know what? I'll give you Dame C J. One. I'll give you one? One. Barring Dame. injury. I'll just give you top three. Not okay. not so not. I'm just, yeah, th- just give th- you me top give three. Give Dame C J in somebody I might get a he's sick comment from this. Dame C J um Greek freak. And dude. Mm-hmm. And That's then me. yeah. And then I'll give you Kawhi and um MPG. You <laughs> <laughs> knew that was coming. Just out of efficiency, dog. I'm not saying these people can't score, and I'm not saying we're playing twos with them. But what they do for their teams, what they really do for their teams, okay. you know, you know, we, I, you have you have KD, you have Kyrie out there. But I mean, granted, I, I give KD everything, but look at Kyrie. We we've seen Kyrie in a dynamic duo with LeBron James, who is an elite. Passer score and a league point guard in the league and a player. We haven't seen <laughs> we haven't we haven't seen that point guard type role from KD. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen him handle the ball, but we haven't seen that kind of like that fluidity. Uh, what I'm going off of is the the fluidity that you can play w- with the person, you can compliment the person. I'm not saying they won't be able to, but proving fluidity, you know. I think the Greek freak is my X factor. He's the one you could be like, all right, Trey and crazy, you know. But he's the X factor because he just got the MVP. He's big and tall enough to just kick it out, you know, to to his 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 counterpart. So that's why that's why I put it as I did because Dame and CJ have been proven, and then Kawhi just was the Finals MVP, and we saw how PG played in, in tandem with Russell, who we think per se you know people are, are darting out of Oklahoma because they can't, they don't want to play with Russell Westbrook. PG has has was that and he's got to play with Kawhi Leonard. That's easy. And then you know the Greek freak is my my X factor. So 666 six, six, I, I can I can back it up. I can back much my- up. I mean I I
0: I love Middleton's game but I feel like you can place another player. You can like you can replace him and Giannis is just still going to be Giannis. Um now if you're talking about players or duos that are established and we're just naming a top 3 how do you not put Steph and Clay together like the 1-3 championships Did together? You say Steph and Clay in that list. I yes. Okay. Right. Steph and I'm Clay sick. Sick. are number 1 until they lose like they're number one, bro. Like three championships. It's I know. Three championships. Uh, was it four or five straight finals? You yeah. cannot beat that. The Splash Brothers, so efficient. You can't, you can't beat that. Can't. That's one. Number two, I'm going with I'm going with Kawhi and PG. Like you said, Kawhi just came off an MVP, uh, a finals MVP run. PG just was number three in MVP voting and they're the best two-way players, I think they're going to wreak havoc on the wing, and I think their defense alone is just going to win them 50 games, which is going to be
1: ridiculous. Who's playing point guard for the Clippers?
0: Beverly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You just got to facilitate a little bit. Kawhi PG going to do their thing, you know what I'm saying? Um, And number three, AD and Brown, is that is that – yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a, that you know the that's answer why we traded that. that's why we traded that's why we for him AD is in his prime is a walking double double 20, 28 and 12 in his sleep and then you got LeBron who just came up with 27, 7 and 7 um you know who probably could have went harder who, who probably could have went harder if he didn't injure his groin they would have definitely been in the playoffs um and you and you have LeBron James who's basically this is the most rest he's gotten since he came into the NBA that's so wild dude it's gonna be OD
1: um and we're gonna see. He's not see. gonna be going that hard because he's playing a point guard role. He's not gonna bang with anybody anymore. Exactly. He's not. He's not. You know. Exactly. He's, bro. he's playing the perimeter. Exactly. Bro. This is the most he's ever played the perimeter in his career. Exactly, bro. He's gonna play for a long ass time, though. Yeah. And, and and so those are my three picks. Moving on to the next topic. Um,
0: I uh, yeah, I was ready to see you sick. Uh, Move on to the next topic. Uh, Russell Westbrook, man. Um, now Russell Westbrook is one of my favorite players um, of our generation. You know, just his will to win, um, his, his his status quo, his model that he lives by, why not? Um, I, I just love him. He always gives effort. He never really cheats the game. Um, obviously, when KD rocked, he took a lot of the blame. Everyone said, you really, really couldn't play with him. Um, you know, he had a chance to get Oladipo paired with him after that. Um, then he had a chance to get Paul George with Melo. And then Paul George resigned. Um, and things just never worked out, you know what I'm saying? So since he – since Katie left, he was 4-12 and 12 in the in the playoffs, had three first-round exits, um, lost to Houston, lost to Utah, and lost to Portland. Um, and now, now that PG's gone, he still has about three or four years left on the Supermax deal. Every year is roughly worth about 38 to 40 mil a year. And now we're thinking, since you traded PG – does that automatically let you know that it's the time for a rebuild? Um, how do you feel about Russell Westbrook and do you think that it's time to hit that reset button because like I said ever since Katie left they were relevant but they weren't a contender for a championship which really sucks um, every year we have these high hopes for them but it's the same thing every year um, And part of it honestly I kind of blame you gotta you you put a percentage of the blame on Russ. Obviously, he's adjusted his game year by year, but he wasn't as efficient this year. This was one of the years where he was least efficient. But he did take that back seat and let Paul George flourish. But I felt like when it was always the crucial moments that mattered the most, he just didn't have that that switch to be that floor general generally wanted him to be. He's just jacking up shots when early in the shot clock, or just making these decisions that weren't that weren't re- really well thought out. So you kind you got you kind of put a percentage on that, Billy Donovan. I don't think he was really the best coach for them. Mm. And even Scott Brooks was kind of a mediocre coach. He just had great talent around him too. So I think coaching, and then also you got to put a blame on Sam Presti because with Sam Presti, the GM, he could have kept James Harden. All they had to do is pay, what, $5 million more to go over the luxury tax. Didn't want to do that. They never – KD, they let him rock. You know what I'm saying? They felt – KD, basically they were coming out with this report saying that he felt like – they kind of treat him like a kid there too. He rocked, and then you have these three years post KD to build around him. Obviously, you bought in brought in the Oladipo, but at that point, Oladipo won't Oladipo yet. Oladipo won't Oladipo until he went to the Pacers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Paul George, obviously, that first year you have it's it's a my turn, your turn with him. Um, Russell Westbrook, and Carmelo. So you you guys are really not – no one had a defined – they didn't have defined roles. It's just, yeah, we're going to figure it out every night. Um, it's kind of like a pickup st- type of game as well too.
1: Yeah.
0: And then although you had like another star to pair with him, I felt like they didn't take that same model with like a LeBron James and like a Giannis Antetokounmpo or even a James Harden to another degree where you have a dynamic playmaker with him that can score and get his own buckets. But other than that, you surround shooters around him. And I felt like OKC never – really surrounded the right team around Russell Westbrook. But um, do you think he should be the blame for OKC about to blow up? And then after that, um, do you think he should stay? Or do you think he should be granted that right to, you know, change his career around and, and go to a new team and, you know, see what he can do from there while he's still in his prime?
1: I think uh, – I don't think Russell Westbrook should harbor the blame. I mean, does does – can you look at it and say, all right, a lot of this should fall back on you? Yes. Only because he's been the most consistent variable in all of this has mm-hmm. been Russell Westbrook. But what's also been consistent is his numbers, it's his play. I mean, you get it to the end of the year and you say, oh, some shots here, some involvement here, some point guard play here or there. But year after year, he brings this the same constant, the numbers that, that aren't, Changing drastically, he had a, he averaged a double double, triple double, triple, three double. years in a row. He, he averaged a triple double three years in a row. Russell Westbrook isn't changing, dog. Like he's not changing. So as an organization, as a coaching staff, once the organization deems it, so um, you have to figure out how are we going to get a walking triple double help, or how are we going to, you know, that's not on Russell Westbrook. It's on Russell Westbrook to be a basketball player. That's what he's doing. None of that is on Russell Westbrook. With all that being said, he needs to tell it out of there, man. There's no freaking way that Russell Westbrook should accept anything from the OKC anymore because it should just be a breakup. Like, all right, let's go. You you can figure out somewhere else. Or you can go get paid. I wish, I wish, I wish in my heart of hearts, and I'm not Stephen A. Smith about this, but just being a basketball player, just being a person of logic, I wish that the, the New York Knicks would get it together. You know, like I saw a headline that was like, yo, um, they didn't even have a, an offer prepared for KD.
0: Because he are worried about his
1: health. Like, no, dude. Like, are you sick? Are you stupid? Are you mad? Are you dumb? Choose one. Nah. But, but <laughs> are you sick, dog? Like, what in the world? Like, <laughs> like, you don't have an offer prepared? And then I would be licking my chops because Russell Westbrook is still somebody you can build around. It's still somebody that will bring excitement to to New York City. Superstar. And, you know, it's New York City. You know, like, nothing's going to drive the media... New York City does it itself, just like LA. The market does it itself. It didn't have anything to grip onto until LeBron and them got there. Now it's like, all right, now it's the story. Now it's the story. This New York City, is Madison Square Garden. Throw this dude a bone. You see, he wants out. Or like, but but being Russell Westbrook, that was sorry. That was my Knicks spill. Was, you know, you you hate to see somebody do bad. But but Russell Westbrook should get get high. toe out there. However he can figure it out. He should go. And and he's 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 a loyal person. He's a dog at the game. And he's been, he's been so consistent. It was suck to see him go. But we don't know what OKC is doing. And they just traded for multiple first round draft picks from the Clippers. That's a rebuilding team. You're not going to sit and, and, and go into the twilight of your career while the team's rebuilding. LeBron didn't do that, you know? And LeBron's got as much slack from any like not as much slack, but he's got the most criticism from anybody. Nobody's gonna criticize Russell Westbrook because he's been uh, consistent. Other than other than Dame, for real, for real, he's been he's been a dope, that player. Been like, you know, I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna win here. I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna win here. I'm gonna stay. You can't you can't fault people for that. All they do is play basketball. All they do is play basketball. All Russell Westbrook has done is play basketball, and he should go.
0: And I know, and I know he wants to win, so I think he needs to get out there too. But but before we even get into where we think he should go, um. And that's another thing, and I always come back to this in basically damn near every episode, bro. These small market teams cannot attract free agents. You either have to build through the draft or you have to trade to get a player. You're not going to sign some top tier talent. It's always going to be those mid, medium type of players. Like, it's really, really hard, man. So, yeah. PG rocking, no one else is going to sign with them at all. And, and you have all these big contracts like a Steven Adams and whatnot. You can't really get nothing for that. So Russ got to rock. So there's four teams that I have in play that I think he can potentially go to. One um, is Houston. Obviously, I would think it would have to be like a three-team trade. So I would put him and pair him with James Harden again get rid of uh, Chris Paul's contract and let Chris Paul be the one that ends up in New York or Chris Paul ends up in a Miami. That's one. Two, Miami Heat. Um, I think they can re- get rid of like Dragic and then someone else, and that would essentially equivalent to his salary that he's making this year. I like the pairing of him and Jimmy Butler. They're those two dudes that don't take no, no bullshit. Um, and I think – just to bring excitement and ratings as well, too. I think they'll easily be a top four t- top four seed in the East. Um, and then three, which would be my dream, and this is where I think he should go, if you can find any way to link up with the Greek freak and still keep Middleton...
1: That would be kind of disgusting.
0: That would be O.D., easily final fa- finals favorites over any team. Um, but that's where I want him to go uh, in the perfect world, the my, the Milwaukee Bucks. And it sucks, too, because it's like if we would have known this was going to happen where Paul George demands a trade, it and Russell Westbrook's winner. open to that, you could have held on to Brogdon and used him as bait right there yeah. and just made a
1: swap. But I don't know. Where do you think he should go?
0: Mm,
1: Miami. Miami, yeah, makes no sense. I mean, he deserves it at this I think point. He, yeah. I, I And then you think about it is <laughs> you think about you know you start your career off it's like all right I got to get my foot in the door or whatever like that and you work somewhere we might not love the scenery for forever and it's like all right but you're making that money you're doing it you're, you're killing it on your job your leisure time is cool but what if you could go and live in tax your, in Florida yeah no tax in Florida you know but it, that's easy bro that's like I'm gonna go live the dream in Miami play Eric exposure. Bet, hopefully not get get hold by Pat Riley, but we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> so we're gonna
0: briefly just go through some of the major signings, and then from there we can wrap things up with the uh, with the you know the summer league and whatnot, the start of it and whatnot. Um, so first thing we wanna talk about is. I thought this was going to be the biggest headline, clearly not, the Brooklyn Nets, um, Brooklyn Nets signed Kyrie, uh, Kyrie,
1: you want to be the what, you want to be the star
0: player, <laughs> so they signed Kyrie, they signed KD, and they got DeAndre Jordan, so um, Kyrie and KD didn't get the full max, basically the full max, I think they just took off five mil each, that way they can create some space with DeAndre Jordan to get his ten million dollars a year, Um Great core, Jared Allen, Spencer Dinwiddie, Joe Harris, Karis LeVert. um How do you feel about, you know, obviously we already knew Kyrie was going to go there, but how do you feel about KD? Obviously he's going to be gone for you, but how do you feel yeah. about KD? Um, you know, making making this change um, and, and and actually restoring the balance to the NBA. Thanos' whole thing was to mm-hmm. I want to get the Infinity Ring. I want to deplete half of the universe to restore that balance. How how do you feel about the balance being restored? KD being there. How do you just feel about the Brooklyn's move
1: and what do you think they're gonna do this year, man? Um, I think the balance being restored to the universe was uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's I love NBA it. is gonna be a really fun league this year. Mm-hmm. You know, on both sides, uh, chopping at the bit. Uh, I think that Brooklyn this year probably be like how they were last year, essentially. Essentially, but
0: I think they'll win because I think they were they had a losing record. Yeah, I think like thirty eight and forty four, some shit like that. I think they'll win. Like I think
1: it'll be like forty two and forty. And then again, maybe Kyrie wasn't happy last year. He was hurt a little bit too. Yeah, but clearly I think, wasn't. I think, happy. We'll, I think we'll see a, a better, a much better Kyrie this yeah, year. Yeah, and he
0: finally gets to choose. Where he wants to go, yeah. His favorite team growing up was Nets, um, and like I said, they have a great coach. Well the organization from, from top to bottom. He's from Jersey. He's from Jersey, from Jersey. Um, and they have a great young core intact there. So I wouldn't be surprised if uh, you know he he takes his his level up to another up to up to, up to another step. Um, now. Do you have what are your expectations of, of Kyrie um like production wise and the biggest thing for me honestly is like he kind of got tossed into the fire by getting traded there and he had to basically grow up real fast and try to become a leader um do you think this by and the way the way he's just built do you think he's learned from that or do you think it's going to be a little rough patch starting off, trying to be a leader. Knowing Katie's not there, I mean, Katie's probably going to be there eventually, um, suit, just be dressed up in a suit on the sidelines or whatnot. But how do you see Kyrie as a leader? And then, do you think that's going to affect the 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 whole morale of the team?
1: I think going on the 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 the, the, the suggestion and the the clue that hopefully Kyrie's not insane that. He'll approach it differently, you know. A lot. Sometimes stuff doesn't go the way you wanted to go, uh, yada yada yada. And I mean, that's what we see. where we're all growing. I mean, just like you know, I could go from a job and like it didn't go out way I wanted to go. Hopefully, the next job I'd approach it a little bit differently, and I expect them to see me like I'm not just what happened to my past job. And it wasn't it wasn't a complete failure or, or shit show per se. Uh, in Boston, it just didn't work out how they wanted it to work out. I think. Guy's going to come in with an open mind, ready to play basketball, and do what he does on the court as, as well as lead. Because we 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 saw, you know, that beginning summer when he was over there, you know, like, that we went, At night I think of you. Like, with those videos of him dancing and stuff like that. That goes on the Cavs? Yeah, yeah. Uh, was that Cavs? I thought it was Celtics. Because they were playing... Um, the Challenge? They, yeah, that, that that Challenge. And then I'm just thinking about the time. but And then when they were playing... Um, King of the court, and we saw like Kyrie just scoring on everybody and stuff like that. And then we would see some of the games, and we'd be like, oh, we see Jason Tatum doing moves. Like, oh, Kyrie taught him that move. That's definitely Kyrie in this game. I think that was, like, the hottest time for Kyrie. We would think, oh, damn, like, this Celtics team is the problem. I mean, that was before he got hurt, and they made that run without him. And then I feel like the, the, the dynamic of it changed since then. And then did he come? He didn't come back. They just lost because he didn't need it. He wasn't able to get back because he had knee surgery. But it's been a dynamic change since then. I think... A resurgence, Kyrie being what he wants to be, and it's again it's just a, a new feel, a new look. It's we'll, we'll see that Kyrie again, that before the knee surgery, Kyrie, and that that feel, that kind of energy around him playing, as well as knowing that look, I don't have to bet it all this year. Like whatever happens this year is going to be an improvement from everything that happened last year for for this team and for me. And then two, I'm getting the best. Score in the league, damn near top three player in the league coming back. So it's not, it's not no pressure on him. It's going to be, it's going to be a good year. I think the Knicks are going to, they're going to understand that there's a bigger picture of this in the next three or four years and they're going to ride that wave and not rush anything.
0: Yeah. um, Minor setback for a major comeback. Uh, And like you said, experience is the best teacher. So I think he's going to learn from this. I think he's going to, you think he's going to surprise a lot of people this year. So he's going to, he's just going to be happier. Um, so it's, it's going to be dope. Um do you think KD is going to get to get back to 100%? Um
1: not right away, but I think I mean KD is still going to be a top 3 player in the league, top 2 once once he honestly gets back to full health or maybe depending on Barn, LeBron, AD, I think AD might really take off given he's playing across the side from LeBron James. Mm-hmm. So he'll be top three, top four player in the league, and probably the best scorer still. Once he gets back, he just has to really take his time with the recovery. That's huge. Cool. Um, I want to kind of switch
0: gears here, since we were talking about essentially Kyrie's, uh, you know, seasons with Boston. Boston, you know, added Kemba Walker and his Cantor. Obviously, they lost. Um you know Al Horford, they lost Kyrie Irving, they lost Terry Rozier as well too, who was really part of their core. Um, I'm happy that Kemba got the cup out of there. Uh, we were right that he was going to go to Boston as well too. How do you think Kemba's going to fit um, and do Tame and Brown actually take that next leap? I think it's going to be. And do you think there's going to have is it is there going to be any any sort of head button as far as like egos is my is 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 it's my time? You know what I'm saying. It's my possession. I don't want this. Da da da.
1: Tell me about that. I think, for the most part, that Brad Stevens coaches uh, to a to a teamwork system and a, to a like a all right, let's do this. We'll get these results. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying the numbers will take care of themselves because I mean NBA it is a it is a game where it's like, yo, like I got to get my numbers so I can get paid eventually. But granted, I think if you buy into a Brad Stevenson system, who is a proven coach in the league and in college, uh, that you you win. That's easy. And I think I don't think there'll be any button heads. I think there's I think there's enough ball to go around. I think there I think really think there is as long as you play towards that. You still have Gordon Hayward who probably wasn't hundred percent last year. He's gonna be you know? very good this year. Very good. You have uh Jalen Brown and you have uh Jason Tatum too, who you gotta find your spots. And those are the those are the guy kinda guys that can go off. You can really go off and you don't have to – other than maybe, like, that next pass mentality that you should have when it gets down to the nitty-gritty, there's so much basketball to play. You can get your numbers. You can be prolific. And you can still flow in the system and know what everybody can do going into the playoffs. So I think if, if you buy in as a Boston Celtics team, granted you have a new leader in Terry Rozier who – not Terry Rozier, I'm sorry – and Kimba Walker, who who hasn't had anybody to pass to in the past, who who – He's been carrying. Who's been carrying a team. This is, this is going to be new territory for everybody. But I think if you buy in, you you can get to that one, two, three, four playoff spot in the East. I'm not calling them one, but you can get up to like
0: three or four in the East easy. I think there'll be a two or three seed. I think they're going to be fighting in between. It's going to be between them and Deanna, um on who, who gets that two or three seed. Then again, we have to see what really happens with – uh, the Raptors as well too, because I think Siakam is going to average stupid. damn near twenty two to twenty five points per game. Okay. I think he he's going to take Kawhi even to heart. Any hope for the Philly? Any hope for the? For oh shoot! <laughs> I forgot. I'm all saying? right, all right. So, fi- so Philly, oh, So three or four. I see the Celtics being a three or four seed. Okay. Actually, I, okay. I got I got Philly as two. So let's just go into Philly right now. Um, Philly added a couple players as well too. Right, they re-signed Tobias Harris to a Mac contract. Ben Simmons just got the max as well, too. Um, they also ended up signing Al Horford, and then they got through Trey, Josh Richardson as well, too. I've seen a loss, J.J. Reddick and, 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 uh, and uh, Jimmy Butler, but uh, what do you expect out of um, that team, Embiid, Simmons, and will they mesh together? Because they have two legit centers that are going to be
1: starting side by side. That's... That's the one that I've been struggling with the most. It's like, all right, what are, what are the 76ers going to do? Bond, they just traded Jimmy Butler. Or they didn't trade it, but he lost Jimmy Butler on free agency who was really a staple of their team. Um, we've seen they lost by a shot. and I always say this on this podcast, but they lost by a shot in game seven <laughs> of the semifinals of the Eastern Conference. They, they could have won that game. And we've seen everybody on that team. Before, except for Jimmy Butler, and now Jimmy Butler's gone to the Heat. I I see them taking a step back. Me too. Honestly, honestly, which is what which is when you, when you came in and you said that yo, well the I see them doing two and three. I could honestly see that because unless Ben Simmons is gonna shoot the consistent jumper, that's you not know, that's not gonna
0: happen in a span of three months.
1: But. Uh, I think Embiid's probably the best center in the league right now, but I just. Argue too. We we don't we haven't seen it. We haven't seen it. We have not it seen it. Most. So we we got I got Milwaukee, I got Celtics, Toronto, Indiana. Yeah,
0: and we can yeah, so uh we'll see. It, honestly, it really just depends. They're going to really miss the dog mentality in Jimmy Butler. I think um it's a plus that Tobias Harris is coming back because yeah. He's gonna. He he, he got traded, you know, he's only played half of the games for them, less than half of the games for them. So I think he's going to be a bit more comfortable, and he has stability, so he doesn't really have to worry about that. So I think we're going to see the best out of him as well, too. But they're going to miss shooting from J.J. Redick as well, too. Um, And like you said, it really honestly depends on the growth of Ben Simmons. If Ben Simmons doesn't come out of his shell and doesn't want to shoot, at least just shoot, you know what I'm saying? I think they're going to be right where they're at, if anything get to the second round, possibly conference
1: finals, and that's it. Like and, that's it. And do people sleep that last time that the Indiana Pacers were in the playoffs, yeah. like deep in the playoffs, not deep in the playoffs, but like really competitive in the playoffs. They took they seven. Th- took yeah. LeBron to seven series. Wait big old depot.
0: I say that too, but at the same time, Celtics also took them seven. And at the same time, this won't be the best LeBron James team. You can argue that was okay. probably one of his worst teams since he brought his team to the finals when they beat the pistons um but you can't take away credit they did take him seven games and it could have gone either way as well too i just i think i respect the Pacers
1: organization so much and i always give oh, yeah, them that they're bone a very well run team and they they play so beautifully they, they don't, don't push the panic button they don't they, they've never just oh we're gonna scrap it it's like no victor adivo's tough and
0: they're about to add malcolm brogdon um, they re, they signed Jeremy Lamb as well too, um, and, and like you said Oladipo they're getting another they're getting a, their superstar back. Last year they were forty eight and thirty four without him. I think they got the fifth seed. Um, so yeah, I think TJ the, McConnell they got McConnell too. Mm-hmm. Damn, and they still got Sabonis and they still got what's the big man name? Yeah, I forgot name,
1: But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they still got him. <laughs> So yeah,
0: they're gonna be dope. Um, now I just want, I'm just curious to see how. Victor Oladipo transitions back, but um, you if he can time. get it going by All Star break, they could they could probably be the team that goes to the Eastern Conference Finals. Honestly, it really just depends, I man. The East is still up for grabs, but um, at the same time, you know we'll see. Definitely. How you feel about uh you know the Spurs made some moves as well too. Um, they just signed Marcus Morris. Uh, they also got Damari Carroll. Um, they drafted Keldon Johnson, got Luka Samnek. Um So they kind of re-upped on their, on their wing. And then also, uh, you know, obviously DeJounte Murray, go Spurs, go, is coming back as well too. So a lot of people saying this team and that team, with Coach Pop and that system, it hasn't proven to fail yet they're going to be tough as well, too. And DeMar DeRozan got thrown into that fire. He already knows the system now as well, too. I think they're going to be really, really good. I think they're going to be very great defensively. Um, and I think
1: they, they're they easily a playoff team. Yeah, they'll be a playoff team, but i I'll say something we don't know. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? We're so, yeah. always going to be in the mix. For sure. In the playoffs.
0: Um, and then uh, the Blazers ended up getting uh, added Kent Bazemore, and then they traded to get Hassan Whiteside. Um so they lost Miles Leonard, I think, uh, and then they re-signed. What's that left-handed shooter's name? Mm. They re-signed. What's his name? Put me on the spot right now. I can't remember his name. He he used to play for Utah. Then he got traded to Ronnie the Cavs. Rodney Hood. Yeah. Um. So he played pretty good in the playoffs. But uh, do you think these are the pieces that they need to get, they over, need the to get over the hump? Man, obviously, like I said, there, there's been a – a shift in the
1: league. So this every It's the biggest tweak we've seen from the Blazers in a while. Yeah. So I'm hoping it works out. And Jokic's gonna come back too. Yeah, I'm hoping it works out to Not be Jokic, a I'm saying Nurkic, I'm N- sorry. Nurkic, Nurkish, Nick Nirk. Not Nurkish, N- but Nurkic. Um I'm hoping it works out to be a positive for them. But what's what's next for the Blazers? It'd have to be it'd have to be the Western Conference Finals. Again. Okay. Yeah. You know,
0: I mean, I mean it, they're up seventeen every game, although they got swept. So, I think they'll learn about controlling the pace of the game. But at the end of the day, Warriors are just the Warriors. They won't have to play a t-
1: team like that again, though. They won't. It's
0: not this year, anyway. So, yeah. we'll see what happens. Definitely see what happens with them as well, too. And then uh, the Warriors, uh, you talked about that a little earlier. Um, you excited that they got one of your favorite players, uh, young players, uh, mm-hmm. D'Angelo Russell. Obviously, they lost uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, Andre Iguodala got traded. DeMarcus Cousins went to... Um, the Lakers as far... And then Cook. We forgot to call, talk about yeah, he Cook went on to Lakers the Lakers, well Lakers. too. Yeah, um, He left as well, too. So, they're not what they used to represent, strength in numbers. But um, how do you like the D'Angelo Russell trade?
1: And do you think him and Curry can coexist? Of course. Of course. I feel like it's so crazy. It's probably the easiest player to play alongside. Yeah, for sure. You passing the ball. Play off the ball. <laughs> and play <laughs> off the ball. <laughs> you know, easy. That's self-explanatory. I think they'll be all right. I mm-hmm. think... Um, to round up one the top three, se- to round up one of the top four seeds in the West. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Any other uh, players you want to you know talk about? Mm, when it comes to NBA free agency. I think that pretty much sums it up, mm-hmm. to be honest. As far as the major moves,
0: I mean, obviously, like JJ Reddick and. Oh the, oh, the Warriors also signed Willie Kali Stein, I think, too. Yeah, Which I saw was that. huge for them. I saw that. Um, but yeah, JJ Reddick, and I think they signed uh, that other big guy, big man from the Utah Jazz. I can't remember his name right now. I'm going blank right now. <laughs> um, Utah Jazz, big man. Oh, Derek Favors. Derek Favors. Favors. So,
1: Favors. Favors.
0: Yeah, Derek Favors. So, um, I mean, other than that, like, those are the biggest, um, you know, biggest...
1: Oh. Uh, Mike Conley. Utah oh, yeah, Jazz. yeah. Didn't we talk about that last part, though? Because
0: he got traded before, right? He got traded early? I think he got traded earlier. Yeah,
1: he got traded before free agency started. To go right back around, though, Mike Conley. Mike Conley. Who's always been up there. They found a way to beat the Thunder, which I guess we can acknowledge now that the Thunders have always had problems in the playoffs. But... You know, maybe this new look will, will be huge for the Utah Jazz. I'm not putting them anywhere near the top of the West, but you never know because it's a game of consistency when it comes to the West, and, and seeding helps the younger teams anyway. So we'll see what happens. For sure, for sure. Um, So I'm going to sum it up.
0: I'm going to be real quick with it. Um, Summer League just tipped off uh, last week, Friday, actually, and Pelicans played the Knicks. Um, pretty excited about that. Uh, you know, we got to see the top, uh, top tier or the number one pick versus the number three pick going at it. So we got to see um, Zion William, Zion Williamson going up against his buddy from Duke, RJ Barrett. Uh, Barrett ain't played too well. Um, he had ten points, but he was just jacking up shots. Four of eighteen, I think. The, the game after that, he Played pretty badly as well too. Uh, do you think with RJ Barrett is just gonna take some time for him to come into his own, or do you think he had you know, he's you know slowly getting the jitters out the way and gets you know, getting adjusted to uh, the speed and tempo of the NBA? I
1: think he had to just come into his own, get get the tempo down. It might be half the season or so before he like. We really see, really, R.J. Barrett is stuff, or, like, just superstar stuff. But we know he's going to go into his own. We know he has the mindset for it. He has the ability to do for it. And the shot's going to get better. I mean, it might take an offseason for a shot to get there once he knows. He's going to get there, definitely. He'll be fine. Yeah,
0: he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Zion Williamson, which is the bigger story, um, bruh, you remember when they just scored and then, uh, I forgot homie's name, he passed the ball to Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox kind of, like, fumbled a little bit. And uh Zion Williamson essentially just grabbed the ball from him. Okay. And then he came and just yammed that joint with two hands. Um that shit was crazy, bro. That that shit was OD. I think, um, again, I think Zion's gonna do
1: go stupid in the league, dog. You gonna go stupid? Yes.
0: Yeah, yes. I think he's gonna go stupid. Obviously, uh they had to end the game prematurely. One, um, he banged knees with another player and then two, um, whatchamacallit, he oh, there was an earthquake which is crazy, so they had to end the game. Um, knowing that Zion Williamson is the he's going to be the face of the league in a couple years, um, is one of the most hyped players since LeBron James, and also, you know, he's a number one pick, do you think he owes it to... The fans and the whole NBA to play, or is that is that a, a safe route? The whole NBA to sit
1: out. Yeah. He owes it to
0: sit out. Definitely, I just <laughs> wanted to see what you go. Yeah, to say I'm with not that. sick. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the summer league. He's fine. Even Lonzo Ball, you think he hurt his ankle or was that Ingram? It don't even matter. Hurt, no. You're number one pick. You're the future of the franchise. You're the future of the league. In the future, uh, one of the most hyped up plays, Like I said, like take your time, get better, and you'll be good. Um... Not really, that much to critique about his game yet because it's really, it's just raw. He's just playing off a raw time right now. But I kind of, I kind of want him to lose some weight a little bit too. I mean, he'll get I don't want to put too much pressure on his knees. You know what I'm saying? Um, he's, he's been he's, that he's, big his
1: entire life though. I he mean, has like, too, but you're going up against men now. He'll get there, dog. He's gonna get there. And then, I mean, they have they, they literally track NBA players' body fat, and yeah. if they're not, they'll find them. Yeah, like, yeah. He'll get there. So I think he can just get
0: a little smaller. um, and then just probably like his finishing around the rim for now, because uh, the way he be going up below, he can get blocked a lot too with these other players. Other than that, uh, I, th- I don't think he's. I think he's gonna have a great How season this year. How many times we see
1: his shot get blocked in college, though?
0: Not that much, but this was just against the Knicks yeah, team. He was, okay. he, was getting, getting yeah, he was getting shot blocked. Yeah, he's getting shot blocked. But I mean, like I said, it's just they're babies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> even if they don't, even if they aren't super productive this year, they're gonna get there. So. And Zion has enough talent around him to the point where he's good. You know what I'm saying? So he don't have to do too much. And I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna play well as well. Um, someone who you can play that who has shocked me. Who I was kind of hating on a little bit, but not really. Just won't sold on him yet. Kobe White. <laughs> Kobe White is tough, bro. Um, he's really tough. 6'5", five uh, point guard at UNC. I think he was an all time uh, point uh, leading scorer for a point guard at a UNC. Um, he's the second coming of Gilbert Arenas, bro. Um, (laughs) wow. He's a good finisher. He's a great passer. He can pull up. He's a pick and roll maestro. Um, gets to play alongside Zach Levine. He gets to play alongside Zach Levine who goes stupid, man. There's nothing that he can't do right now. Honestly, all he got to do is work on his handles a little bit more, get a little stronger. And he good. (laughs) Like, Damn! If, if 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 what's his name? Zach Zach Levine. Yeah. If he wasn't so ball dominant like that, I don't
1: think he's ball dominant. You know, I think he's ball he dominant. Had to be because who else? Wasn't that much talent on there? Yeah.
0: Okay. I feel like if he wasn't, um, well, I don't know. He can end up being rookie of the year as well too. My uh, it's just always changing. I just don't know what to expect. Um, but he looked great. Any any other outstanding players that you want
1: to talk about? Um, outstanding players. I think. Um, Keldon Johnson from the Spurs, he had a really, really good game. He, um, he's been going crazy. Uh, he had 29 points in just 25 minutes. That's OD. It's actually he fr- OD. Th- he's from VA, too. Yes. Yeah, he's from he knows Chesterfield.
0: He's from, he from Chesterfield, bro. Um, My boy, Lamb, I think that's his cousin, too. Oof. Yeah, hopefully we can get a connection with that Ooh, in the future. That would yeah. be
1: crazy. Yeah. Um, Let's see, another UVA prospect, and I just lost his name. Um, But we'll say Kendrick Nunn from the Miami Heat. Mm -hmm. He had um, 27 points, uh, four three-pointers as the Heat uh, rallied from 12 points down, and they beat the Kings. uh, But four three-pointers in probably not that many minutes at all. Deontay, uh, hopefully, Devontae co-op with the Lakers. Um, let's see. Uh, he had 12 rebounds, five steals, two blocks, and scoring 16 points. So he filled up the uh, he filled up the stat sheet. Maybe he'll get pulled up if somebody gets hurt. Um, just players like that. And um, Tom Bradley, Utah Jazz, got drafted. He had 26 and 16 uh, overpowered the Cavaliers. So these numbers are going crazy. These players... Uh, I had one more from the Heat, but it slipped my mind. But yeah... Summer League,
0: stay tuned. Stay tuned. So definitely going to give you some more, uh, you know, updates with Summer League. Obviously the biggest uh, topics, you know, of this week, past week has been free agency, craziest free agency of prior of all time, um, OD. So obviously Summer League just started, so we're going to have some more time to see uh, the progression of these players and whatnot as well too. Um, and one thing I want to, you know, end with before, you know, we end the show is if you guys like to read, this book right here, Andre Iguodala Six Man. I'm not done yet, I'm almost like a third through. Uh, amazing book. Uh, Iggy is a guy out of Springfield, uh, Illinois, He's out of a small town where it's kind of a little segregated there, but he just talks about his upbringing um, as well as you know talking about race, playing a huge part in uh, him getting to where he needs to be and just what goes on um, behind the scenes with basketball. So. Really good book. I think you guys should definitely check this out, um, and, and it's a five star. But as far as like any last words, I want to say, uh, love you guys. You know, continue to support the Caesar Show. If you hear some noise on the side, that's my dog. He's he's a little sad. He doesn't get to greet um, you guys to say bye. But always strive for perfection, and just know you're not alone. And just you know, put yourself in a position to be great. Surround yourself with good people, and you know, you get to where you want to be at.
1: Um. Stay down till you can get up. Uh, shout out to my little brother. Uh, he just signed. Uh, not signed. He just uh, announced his official commitment uh, to his JUCO. So he's gonna go play some hoop down there. Um, and that, and you know, keep grinding even in your idle time. Use that time. You might find feel like you're doing something right now that's not not your dream, not your destiny. But use that time and dedicate it. Use those resources that you're getting from not being around that to get into your dream and your destiny. So I'm like that 9 to 5, you know, use your idle time. Go ahead and grind on the side. Do a podcast. You know, help your friends. Do something. Get big one day. That's all. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure,
0: for sure. My name is Sir Caesars. This is Trey. CaesarsShow.com. Check that out on IG, on Twitter, at The Caesars Show, at Sir Caesars. What is your handle?
1: 55. Episode fifty, but um, my handle is Tradeayxxib. That's T R E D A Y X X I B. That's cool. Episode fifty-five. Yeah.